531. Happy Wednesday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Good morning, bud. How the heck you doing over there, pal? I'm doing great, man. Text message comes in, uh, I believe it was from Tom. He said, do you boys see that video of the woman shoving a bear off the fence? Yeah. I think it was in California. Is that uh, where it was? I think so. It was a woman... Uh, her dogs are just going ape outside. She's got like four of them or something. Yeah, there's a bunch a dog. of dogs, and they're freaking out because there's there's a bear posted up right on the top of their fence, and no hesitation, she just charges out there and shoves the bear off the top of the fence and recoups all the dogs and bails back inside. It's uh, it's pretty nuts. Yeah, I I mean, you immediately wonder. What you would do in that scenario, right? Probably do the same thing, man. You just, you just, you run. You just go. Yeah, I don't. You don't think. You don't think about it. I think that's kind of what happened, right? She didn't. She was not thinking when she did it. Look at the story here from ABC News. She's a a, a seventeen-year-old girl. She just. She was seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Whoa! Just charging out there. Well, okay. I didn't realize until this moment that she was seventeen. Nor did I. Holy. Didn't even think about it. The uh, the video is just like security camera footage, so I don't think there's any yeah, sound. Yeah, the, the fence is um, uh, like, it's not like a fence, it's uh, like a concrete, uh, almost looks like a retaining wall. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a huge, it's a huge bear, and the bear's got cubs near it, too. See, that's the craziest thing to me is, is yeah, the that... had a cub in front of it. That's the Bears don't mess around, you know, mama no. bears don't mess around when there's cubs nearby. No. And the bear is, like, taking swats at the dogs, too. Oh, yeah. And she just bails out there and shoves that bear as hard as she can, grabs the dogs, and bails in. It's a full-on brawl going on. <laughs> and yeah, they, it's good, because I don't think the bear saw her coming. No. Because, yeah. Well, that, the, the bear is dog-focused. Yeah. <laughs> it's focused on a meal. Man, I was going to say this person gets to drink free at every bar for the rest of their lives, right? Not but just yet. I guess Not they, just yet. I guess they got to wait a little bit. What do you? <laughs> what do you do then? The seventeen? I don't know. Free? Do seventeen-year-olds play Roblox? Some, I don't know. Dog food or something? Do they play Fortnite? Can we give them V Bucks? I have no idea. I don't know. What do you give a seventeen-year-old in today's day and age? I'm, I'm TikTok followers. So. <laughs> Yeah, she should be, she should be granted ten thousand additional TikTok followers. Just immediately, right then and there. You're yeah. right. That's exactly what it should be. Body counts, hype boys, whatever. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that actually. Yeah, because I was gonna say that's that's like the ultimate bar story, right? Yeah, you fought a bear and defended your dogs. Sure. You know, anytime I hear like a surfer who punched a shark in the face or something, mm-hmm. I think, oh, you drink free. Right, you go to a bar, you tell that story, and people go, I'll buy, I'll buy you a beer. You're getting around free, for sure. Oh, for sure you are. Minimal, yeah. I'd be using it forever. Wouldn't you? If you successfully fought off a bear or a shark, would you not use that story all the time? It'd be a, it'd be a good intro. 
I'd be traveling around the country just so I could retell that story every <laughs> Opening time. Opening up your one-man show. <laughs> it would. It's, only, it's only 15 minutes long, actually. When I get past the shark story, it kind of drops off. It's not a whole lot. It's just a lot of me crying about, you know, my father, <laughs> yeah. my issues. Yeah. Really peaked to the shark. <laughs> it probably just save that to the end. I don't yeah, it actually would have been the big finish. I was trying to draw people in. Then I realized how <laughs> sad it really was afterwards. Uh, all right, let's uh, kick the show off. we got our dink of the day first. Rage Against the Machine. It's a Rage Wednesday, I figure. Soper let's and go Brown with it. Show. Soper and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. Let's get going here with our dink of the day. Where are we off to? You know what? Oh, Tennessee. We're going to Tennessee. Tennessee. Let's go hang out in Tennessee. Which touches Iowa? (laughs) Or does it? You know what? (laughs) I have no idea. We're not going. We're not going to the map. Um, I'm willing to do more trivia this week, though, after I've redeemed myself somewhat. Somebody was asking for it yesterday. They wanted more Canadian geography. Yeah, throw it my way. I'm in. Come on. I'm in. Um, Okay. Let's talk about five men... Attempting to rob a Harley Davidson dealership. Five dudes. It's a lot, isn't it? It's a crew. That's an assembled crew. It's a lot of guys. The Avengers of idiocy. <laughs> I assume they go in with a foolproof plan and make out with several banks and go on to live a life of big heists and form the new Oceans 5. Before the Oceans 5. <laughs> Before we go any further, can't find six other guys. I would like you to title mm-hmm. today's podcast "Avengers of Idiocy." Avengers of Idiocy. It's pretty good. I'm making a note. I'm making a, yeah. May, I mean, hey, maybe we get a better headline along the way. But I think you may have peaked early, man. <laughs> it was good. Uh, anyways, where were we? Oh yeah, Tennessee. Okay, sorry. Five Manter Harley Davidson. Which also, let me say this: mm-hmm. you typically only see you know two guys rob a place. Two, one, three, yeah, three yeah. at the most. Yeah. You really don't see a lot of five dudes entering at the same time. <laughs> it's a uh, 541. Oh, that is that. a good clip. You're right. Wow. Breaking wow. to Harley Davidson dealership. Uh, I mean, stealing bikes is a multi-person job, right? I suppose. Stealing bikes and taking down an ostrich. You, know, you need at least a couple people involved for that. Three men <laughs> make it out with Harley Davidsons. Yep. The fourth... Oh, he gets himself stuck in the doorway. And the fifth, well, he's jammed in right behind him, uh, (laughs) having to wait for the other guy who is completely (laughs) stuck in the doorway. Five made it in, three came out. (laughs) <laughs> they left you these behind. Uh, in case you were unaware, uh, motorcycles, not the most, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, quiet, but uh, yeah, sure. Uh, discreet. There we go. Getaway. Uh, Not the most vehicle. discreet yeah. of getaway vehicles. Yeah. So as he is squealing his way, attempting to get out of the doorway, you can imagine the commotion that has already been caused. <sighs> also, how annoyed would you be being guy five? Be like stuck, Terry, stuck you said you could drive this thing, and I can't get out until you get out. He's like, get off! The, let me get on the. No, I can do it. I can do it. No, you can't, Terry. <laughs> it's one of those times where you want to be one of the first two at the door. Oh, oh man! Like they draw straws. How did Terry not end up being bike five? Yeah. Right. Was there any testing done? You're, Anybody see if he could ride a bike before this? Your worst guy's got to be the anchor in that, doesn't he? 
Yeah, it's like the opposite of a, of a boat race. You want your worst guy at the end. Yeah, because you're <laughs> screwing it up for anybody who's behind you. Yeah, you're on your own, bud. Uh, those two attempted to leave by foot. Uh, they have been arrested. The other three have yet to be arrested. Oh, the other three still at large. Yeah, I mean... They're like stealing a motorbike stuff. Yeah. Something of that size, that recognizable. How do you, how do you sell it? You know what I mean? Like you scratch, you got to scratch a VIN number off or something. Like yeah, I think you got to go over a few states to sell it. Would be yeah, guess right. And then you're taking stolen bikes over state lines. You're making this a bigger deal than it needs to be. Yeah, it's yeah. You try robbing a gas station or something. <laughs> Maybe start start small. Also, work your way up to Harley's. You should know how to ride a bike if you're at least going to steal it. I can. Anybody, did anybody take a three wheeler? I. <laughs> 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 you know, I'll check in with them, Carl, all right? Probably would have got away. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. It's 5.53. I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. Uh, Carl, Leafs fans still mm-hmm. coming down, obviously, after a uh, tough loss, tough Game 7 loss. I, I'm not here to rail on, on Leafs fans anymore. They've And Game 6. They've had enough. Game yeah, five. yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I want to talk about for a second, actually, is Wellen's finest, Paul Bissonette. <laughs> now, we, we should have talked about this yesterday, but it was so busy and we were discussing about the Leafs and what yeah. actually happened. But I want to just dive into this a little bit today. Uh, did, did you hear about the bet Paul Bizonet uh, made I, on, on I the Spit Chicklets podcast? I did not hear what he put on the line, but I saw a tweet from him yesterday saying, offering no comment at this time about the Leafs' loss last night. Thanks to everyone who's reached out, including a number of friends, doctors, etc. I'll have more info about everything on Thursday's podcast. I did. I know he was like, I, I follow him on Twitter. I see he, yep. was, he, was, yep. he was backking Toronto and kind of saying, oh, no, they'll, they'll figure this out and they'll figure that out, much as you know, many of us thought they would, and then they didn't. And I don't know what he put on the line, though, but you said it was pretty extreme. So I, I'm very curious how, they're gonna, how this is going to play out. And I wish I could play some audio for you, but I can't. (laughs) I can't play the conversation they had on the podcast. You and I know a thing or two about putting something on the line if, you know, for a bet. Dude. Either way. Whether it's blenders, hair dye, honey, we know. We've done it. We know a thing or two about a thing or two on this on this regard. And if you listen to the podcast or know of Biz, you know he's uh, he's an eccentric fellow. Sure, talks a big game, right? Big, big character, a big time character. Just good, uh, good in the room per sixty off the charts. <laughs> uh, he is he's a wild man and he's a content king. He he, mm-hmm. he he's found such an incredible venture. Like yeah. what what he's done post career is yeah. incredible. Yeah, I think he, it's it's opened it up for a lot of guys. He's one of the best um, entertainment guys, I would say, when it comes mm-hmm. to hockey. So, yep. I wish I could play the audio, but he was <laughs> so confident. Oh boy! That he said the Leafs will win, and if uh, they don't, mm-hmm. I'm putting my foreskin on the line. What? No, he didn't. I'll put my foreskin on the line. <laughs> I'll get a live circumcision. On the podcast. If the Leafs lose. Holy. Could you read that tweet again for me? Really quickly, read (laughs) that tweet again. It makes a lot more sense. Offering no comment at this time about the Leafs' loss last night. Thanks to everyone who's reached out, including a number of friends, doctors, and more. 
I'll have more information about everything on Thursday. I, I understand why Doctors was included uh-huh. in the feed now. Uh-huh. you got to be kidding me. I mean, what do you how's, do? How's, how old? Biz is older than I am, right? Yeah. He, actually, you know what? He's, he, I'm three days older than him. We're the uh, exact same age. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. I was, just, I was just curious to see. I'm like, I'm, uh, you know fairly attached to this thing. Yeah. Um, so that's... Uh, I mean, I've been, you know, I've, yeah, I've sure. heard that doing it later yeah. in life is... It's m- painful. Very. From what I've understood, it's very painful. Yeah. Yeah. And like not, like always the smartest thing to do uh-huh. from a medical standpoint. Uh-huh. Huh. How do you get out of this though? <laughs> I mean, this, that podcast uh, that's- has, has become... So massive, right? You you can't back off of that, can you? I mean, what? I guess you could, but what? What do you, you're going to have to offer up something, right? Again, we know how this content game works. Yeah, we do. And we do. sometimes you say some crazy things. Yeah, sometimes you do, and then you end up having to back it up. That podcast has an insane following. Yes, it does. And I'm not saying that even I necessarily am going to hold him to it. Well, you do whatever you got to do. <laughs> but this guy is going to have to come up with something. This puts a lot more Ooh. context into some of the tweets and why he was backing the Leafs so heavily through those last three games. Uh-huh. That makes a lot more sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. I that's got... A, that's a big bet, big. <laughs> you want to talk bet and big. Holy. You want to talk bet and big. I've, like, done $100, $200 bets and thought, sure, oh, I'm really throwing some change around here. Yeah, like, We've had you throw up on air, you know. We we paid for an oil painting. <laughs> I got doused in honey. Like there's things we've done, but mm, I haven't had any surgeries. Like that's what it is. He's having a surgery. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to imagine he will end up not doing it. You don't let me ever put that on the line. Anything, no. Okay. No. No. I will not. <laughs> I no like. Matter, no matter what the content is. Much like yourself, I enjoy to watch you squirm and yeah. vice versa. Not like that. That is... Oh, my God. Holy biz. What do you do? I mean, I I, <laughs> I have no idea how you how you back out of it. Right? It's, it, it's too much out there. But it's the thing. It's like, it's not like, <laughs> it's not like you need it for content. You know what I mean? Yeah. The show's doing fine. You sell your Pink Whitney or whatever it is. Like, you guys are doing fine. You don't need to put this out there. And maybe you wanted to get it done. Maybe. Maybe he's looking for a change-up. I think he was talking big. and I think so, too. Backfired pretty bad. I don't know. So I said Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, we'll see. J.J. Wilds, The Rush. We'll, we'll keep you updated on the 4Z. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, one person here talking about the Paul Bissonette. Uh, Leafs bet where he bet a circumcision, put a circumcision on the line, which is yeah, his it, own. To be clear, yeah, his own circumcision. It's it's one of the most insane bets I've ever heard. But a quick text <laughs> here says uh, uh, Biz should get one of those Bluetooth male chastity belts that we're getting. <laughs> oh yeah, that we're getting hacked. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah. Said, we talked to this months ago. Yeah, can't open. It's I, uh, it's an insane thing to put on the line. And from what I understand, like it's not like a dangerous surgery, but the recovery period as uh, as an adult, as we figured out, Biz and I are actually only three days apart. Yeah. And 
both uncut, um, the recovery period is quite extreme from what I understand. Like it can last weeks. One person said uh, you should get in touch with uh, Biz's friends, get Biz on the show. I, look, there's no way he's going to give the info before his actual podcast. No, no like, they're going to keep that for themselves, which is fine. But. That that Thursday podcast, and, and i got to give it to him. I mean, as, as insane as this is, I'm the content's curious. incredible. Yeah. Because now that's a must listen. Yeah, I don't listen often, but I'm curious. How yeah. do you swing that? What do you do? Multiple texts are coming in saying he has to do it. Well, and you and I, uh, you know, we've listened to enough of the show to know that when they like they when they have fans who are like, hey, you know, hundred bucks tonight on on Tampa Bay, who do you got? And if if the fan loses like a money bet with them, they have talked about sticking to your guns on that show repeatedly, mm-hmm. and they have they have had guys like create payment plans for them. To, to pay them out because the expectation would be that they pay out if they were to lose. Didn't you say there was a guy, you know, there's a fan who bet them like five grand and, you know, it was like, look, I don't have it. And they're like, that's okay. Start with a hundred bucks. Yeah. And then made them pay like that. And they went through like a payment plan with the dude. Say, yeah, and basically saying, as you just said, you would have made me pay. So I'm going to make you pay. It doesn't matter if I have more money than you. Don't make the bet if you can't follow through. We've got an anonymous texter here. It says, I did this when I was 25 and it sucks afterwards. Stitches and a scab that gets caught and everything. I literally had to wear a jock for a while. Whoa! Can you now this texter here? Can you text us back and did every was everything okay after everything worked fine? Was there any other ramifications? Because that's my one of my first thoughts is that what are the chances that it's going to change things? I don't mean look wise. Obviously, that's going to change. I mean usage wise. Right? I mean, like you're just you're just out of commission for I would think upwards of three weeks. You're just out of commission. I would think it's even longer. It could be, but I mean like long term effects. He says twenty five that he got this done. Biz thirty six. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think it gets easier. No, I don't think so either. Hmm. I don't think so either. Yeah, here I'm sorry, but a bet's a bet. I think he's going to do it. Says Frenchie. Yeah. Uh, text here says the foreskin's got to go or the podcast is over. I mean, it loses some credibility. It after does? They, after they've pounded the table on paying off your bets and making good on your bets. You, That's the yeah. problem, right? They went so hard. Uh, they, gotta, they, they, they talk you gambling constantly. You kind of got to deliver. You do, don't you? You got to deliver and just right off the month of June. <sighs> sit aggressively. There you know, sitting there with a bag of peas on your lap. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just... Unreal. Yeah, I'm just stunned. I'm stunned. He was so caught. That's that is. You want to talk about yeah. unintended big ball bets? Yeah, like making fun of every analyst who picked the Leafs and stuff like that. I've seen all those pictures of people put like, look at the you know every sports analyst, every Vegas book, everybody you know taking Toronto. Biz put a well, put his money not where his mouth is, but where somebody's has probably been. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. A lot of texts still coming in, 977, 977. Uh, my, my favorite from Twitter yeah. is, uh, are they going to call him now Paul Brissonette? <laughs> hey. Oh, oh boy. Uh, a little more detail from our, uh, yeah. our our buddy there, our anonymous texter who's gone through the procedure. He went through it again at the age of 25. Um, he said the procedure itself 
sucks. The freezing needles are one of the worst feelings I've ever experienced. And they shove a tube in there, and it kind of feels like you're peeing. Procedure may be worse than recovering. Man alive. Biz, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing, Biz? I like content, but that is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All for the show. You and I put everything out there, but I don't know if you put this out there. Oh, man. Although, um, you know, I did get a call, actually, uh, last uh, uh, during that song there. I got a call from Biz's Foreskin, surprisingly. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, this to say. I was like, oh, my God. You happy with that one? Actually, I'm very happy. You with should that. be. Yeah. <laughs> the Sober and Brown Show. 905-688-9797. That's our phone number. I'm told uh, Daryl Line 29 who wants to chime in about something. Good morning, Daryl. What's going on, buddy? Uh, this is a poser for you there. You know, I've been uh, number one fan for a long time. Yeah. And uh, well, Hitch FM uh, Sober and Brown mug seems to be a collector's item that I need to get. Okay, yeah. What are you going to do for it? I've got something to trade off for you. Okay. Oh, a trade. I like it. Okay. Okay. What are we thinking? Oh, well, I don't know if I want to tell you right off hand. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> it might be better off as a surprise, and I certainly don't want Carl to know right off hand either. Okay. So uh, I've got a couple items, one for each of you. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you'll like it. Okay, so um, what, what what are we doing here? Are we doing like a surprise trade, like at the back door, or? Sure, that sounds like a good idea. Because well, I got your your regular uh, stuff for you too, as well. So, oh, this is Daryl, Daryl. Hey. Oh, you know, okay. I was I was like, is this Daryl, Daryl, or a different Daryl? No, this is the Daryl. Yeah. Oh, this makes so much more sense. So again, for Hits Nation members. Who aren't aware? Daryl is an uh, incredibly generous, kind man who drops off some things for the station and uh, for the hits announcers. Um, yeah, incredible, Daryl. Yeah, I, I, dude, we don't even need to make a trade. You have offered up enough slingshots and stuff over the years. I'll just give you a mug, pal. Oh no, no. See, here's the thing, Matt. I don't okay. like to do that. Okay, okay. Because you know, I don't want people thinking, "Oh, you use your uh, your influence to get things," and I don't do that. Okay, okay, fair. So we're doing okay. we're we're doing a trade. We'll do a trade. Yeah. Okay. What day are you going to come by? I'll be by in about uh, what time is it now? Uh, Before six thirty. Before six thirty. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to go outside. I'm going to put a mug where you normally put uh, the stuff. Okay. Or uh, how do you want me to open the thing first before we confirm the trade? Or are you confident that if we make the trade prior to us opening, we're, we're going to be happy? Yeah, I'm confident that you're going to like it. Killer. Okay. You text me when you're here and yeah, we'll, we'll do a little, uh, we'll do a little live uh, on air opening. So just message me when you get here. Okay, Daryl? Sounds good. What time is it now? I so said he'll be here in a few minutes, actually, Carl. 627 as we sit right now. Yeah, so he's got his usual care package, our generous buddy Daryl there, and he's got some unboxing for know. you and I to do. Is that? I guess. Hmm. You know we like Tradio. Oh, we love a little Tradio. 
We've said we many times on air. We got a ton ton of mugs. Mm-hmm. And if you want to attempt to make a deal, we will make yeah. just about any deal. Yeah, you got some. You got something you want to offer up? Some kind of trade? Something that enhances uh, the studio, or something that we can flip at a later date? Something that we can keep in our back pocket? We're always open to these kind of things. But I'm very curious to see what Daryl's got. Paul just texted and said uh, he's got a foreskin he wants to offer up. Um, no, we're good. Actually. Paul from Welland? Yeah. <laughs> Let me check it out. And also, uh, we do got to get to open mic in a few minutes. So yeah. uh, get some questions in for that, 905-688-9797, and also text 977-977. But uh, I'll go grab some mugs from the carriage house, Carl, and I'll get you a gift in a second. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. There's two people on the line. So I'm doing a party line. <laughs> As always, text anytime, 977-977. I did see one person who said, did I miss something? You guys actually have soap and brown mugs now? Yes, we do. We do? Nice ones, too, yeah. Black mugs with a white inscription on They're really nice. And we are always accepting trades. Again, mm-hmm. you get in contact with us. You got uh, something specific, something that builds on a show theme, something you think would be cool for the studio. You just, we're easy to find, man. You can yep. text the show, uh, brown at hitsfm.com, soper at hitsfm.com. We're not hard to find. You send us trade. your offers, they'll be considered. So, yeah, something for the studio, something we can trade up. We love trade So, just get in contact with us. Did uh, somebody just offer you triple O's? <laughs> somebody <laughs> offered me triple O's for a mug. <laughs> Look, I appreciate the offer, but I can't have you driving burgers from Mississauga to me just for a mug. I'll, I might make the road trip myself in a little bit. <laughs> got a hankering again. Uh, speaking of trades, uh, hear from a sad Leafs fan. Should the Leafs trade Mitch Marner this offseason? What about Freddie and Zach Hyman's future with the team? Uh, I'll start with Freddie Anderson. I think he's done as a Leaf. I think that's it. I don't think you're going to renew him. No. He's a UFA. He's going to go find a home elsewhere. Zach Hyman, I would, I would try really hard to retain. He's going to uh, be expensive, though. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to cost you something. I would probably see if Seattle was willing to take Alex Kerfoot and clear that $3.5 million in the expansion draft uh, to give you some wiggle room. I think you got to hold on to Mitch Marner. I know it's tough to say, and I know, I know the money is so tied up there, but I just don't see a scenario where you get enough assets back that makes sense in moving a guy like that. Will you be a better team? Getting re- Whatever you get back... Mm-hmm. Is that what's going to help you get over the hump? If you get somebody back that fills in the third-line center role, you, like you've got to get a roster player, a prospect, and something else. And is there anybody that's going to take on that salary and send you back everything you need? I just don't know if that deal is out there. I would explore it, but I don't know if that deal is out there. One of you said you operated an excavator. A month ago. Uh, we did, we both actually did. Yeah, it was more than uh, a month ago. It was back in October. We were was, at uh, Ben Berg Farm and Industrial in Waynefleet. Buddies of ours there. Yeah, Right before I broke my leg. It was right yeah. before. Yeah, it was right before Thanksgiving. We released the video the day I broke my leg. That's right. Um, That's right. Actually, I still haven't even seen the video. Really? Yeah, because I was in hospital, but I wasn't really oh, thinking yeah. about calling. Oh, you remember? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, you beat me. Uh, anyways, a uh, person said you guys uh, did some excavators. Any other types of equipment you would like to try? I have one right off the top of my head. Go, monster truck. <laughs> Is that a type of equipment? I don't care. <laughs> That's my answer. You know what I was going to say? I want to hold a uh, a fire hose full blast Ooh. and like 
blow something off target. You know what I mean? That's, uh, both of these things can happen at Manland. I'm telling you. Manland yeah. is just money waiting to happen. Yeah, a fire hose at, at full blast. I want to see what that power feels like. Uh, last one. <laughs> last one here. Uh, what is one part of your morning routine that if you messed it up, it would totally throw off your day? Not being able to operate that fire hose. <laughs> Let me go back for a second. Do you think you yeah. could obliterate things with that fire hose? I mean, there's a lot of pressure from yeah. that, right? You ever see the jackass bit where they sit in the rolly chair and then and then shoot the fire hose at them? That's crazy. Yeah, man. There's a lot of power there. What about an asphalt paver, says somebody? Crushing sure. things with one of those would be fun. Yeah. A yeah. train. I want to drive a train. <laughs> Send up a wish list. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what was the other question you said? One sir? part of your morning routine that if you messed it up would totally throw off your day. Oh man, I'm not as routine set in the morning, oh, uh, and I don't so have many things, and I don't have as much time as home at home before I zip off to to come and pick you up. Uh, two things I always do on my end is I always have my clothes laid out for me, even if that's just my sweatshorts and a t-shirt and some clean undies. And I always do my coffee setup the night before. So right before I grab my keys and my wallet to head out the door, I press go on the coffee thing. So as soon as I come home, I can grab a cup and uh, and get started. Yeah, I, I also lay out my clothes. I think if I didn't lay out my clothes, I would feel incredibly rushed. I don't want to be, ser- I don't be take, searching. I know. It take time. But no, it doesn't, it doesn't take long in my closet. It's like well organized and stuff, but just knowing that it's like it's there, it's in a neat pile. I can just like sit up at quarter after four, automatic, put the stuff on, have a pee, take the dog for a pee, start the coffee out the door. That's that's it. I actually do the I do like the preset of the coffee, so it's already it's it's completely Mm -hmm. brewed by the time I am up. Yeah, because it's the first thing I do when I get up to make your sandwich is I pour a cup of coffee. Because I just hate it's four a.m. Yeah. and you just hate sure. yourself. <laughs> I'm like, as soon as Walt I comes in it. the back door from his pee, I just I hit the go button on the coffee. So as soon as I come back, it's Ooh. ready to go. Our buddy Daryl just showed up at the back door. Oh, he's there. How about I go make a trade? Yeah, don't keep him waiting. Okay, let's see what he's got. The Soper and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. All right, trade has been made, Carl. How's Daryl? I'm soaping around mugs. Uh, Daryl's a lovely gentleman. Yeah. I've got some bags of stuff. Daryl, you're a uh, gem of a human being. He does uh, air duct work. Really? Yes. Cool. So, shout out to Daryl. Very generous dude. Um, yeah, he really is. And honestly, I would have gave him a mug without any of this. He's, oh, he's, for sure. He's been incredibly kind. He listens very intently to the show. Uh, we've talked about slingshots on the show. He brought some slingshots. I'm trying to think of some of the other things here. Uh, once I ran out of uh, uh, Lysol wipes, brought some Lysol wipes. Multiple snacks. I, there's, the list goes on and on. Um, I will tell you off the top, uh, he did bring us some personalized cheesecakes. Uh, <laughs> what? You have a cherry cheesecake, no Carl. No kidding. You got a cherry cheesecake. Is this because you talked about Cheesecake Factory yesterday? That's. I, you know what? Honestly, I can't even remember sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cool. Uh, so I do want to remind people that we are mm-hmm. always willing to do any type of trade for a mm-hmm. soap brown mug. And it doesn't have to be food related. No, it can be. It can be about the show. It can be something that we can then trade. Please get in contact with us in any way. Um, <laughs> now, yeah, there is there is snacks here, man. Uh, did snacks we, galore. Did we talk about Cookie Crisp at some point? Cookie Crisp? I don't remember. No, I don't he, think so. He brought some Cookie Crisp. Hmm. Um... 
There is some of those spicy dill pickle chips. Wonderful. We've given those the bump. I want to know what the spicy dill pickle chips from Miss Vicky's. I want to know the sales figures after you and I talked about it. Um, there's a can of Pringles. I didn't. A can of Pringles. You said you yeah. liked Black Forest cake at some points recently, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he brought Black time. Forest cake arrow bars. Wow, yeah. that's a uh, that's unique. But there's one thing he said that he's like, this is the thing that I want to trade the mug for. And he said, I feel confident that you will like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, should I open up that one, I guess? I want to see it. Yeah, man. Okay. What is it? Okay. Hold what on. Got? Live unboxing here? Yeah. Once He's tied this bag. There's like tape on this bag, too. Okay. Hold on. I feel like I should have had my drum roll ready to go. Hold on here. I can't get this open. Okay. Here, let me hit the drum roll, and then I'm going to get some scissors. Okay. What do you got? <laughs> we should have gone on StreamYard for this. We should have gone on. We got? Well, see, okay, this again is one of those things where this guy, he is, attention to detail. Let me say this before I tell you what it is. Daryl's wife must get some incredible gifts. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I think the guy, the guy is. He's a, a listener. What a listener. <laughs> Pun intended. The guy listens to the details. I w- actually, you know, I want you to quickly guess because this is a, this is actually about you. And he did say this to me. He said, "This is more so about Carl." He said, and I just knew, he's like he's like I know you'll just get excited about anything I get. And I was like, Con- <laughs> "Confirm, Carl, guilty or uh, Daryl guilty?" Uh, think about something in the last little bit. You have said, "I really want to get this." Uh, a Mars almond. I don't know. It's not food related. It's not food related. You said really on air, get, I really want to get this. I really want to get this. What have I said, man? God, I don't even know. It's not mugs. It's not, not wrestling stuff. Carl? What? He got his megaphones. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. He got two megaphones. Like, like miniature ones? Or like... He got us what stand they're back. called powerful megaphones. Stand back and test it. But, yeah, I know, I've got stand a, back and test they're it. They're in the box. They're in the box. I didn't test this. I didn't open this ahead of time. Is there just need batteries? No Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> they start right off the hop? Hold on. Hello. No, wait. Volume up. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Uh, Carl Brown. <laughs> Carl, can you hear me through the microphone? Testing, testing. <laughs> Dude, that's so great. There is a accident on the 407. <laughs> I'm above in the chopper. <laughs> Open up the window, shout at somebody These on the bridge. These are real megaphones, Carl. Do <laughs> you hear this? I don't even need a megaphone, but I have one now. How hot is Tim Dennis across the glass right now? Can you see through? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> There's another oh, yeah. radio station operating right. right next to you. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Daryl, that rules. That's so badass. You asked for megaphones. I did. And he got megaphones. <laughs> Carl, You're the man, Daryl. I'm going to pour the cookie crisp into these megaphones. <laughs> and I'm going to eat out of them. That will, that will ruin it. Yeah, you're probably right. 
Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. So, Carl Brown, we have yacked on the show a few times about the Paul brothers, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, YouTube stars who have now become boxing stars. Something like that. Something, right? Yeah. And... I, look, I think there, there are a couple of. I, I don't even know what the proper word to describe them is. Entrepreneurs. Sure, I was going to say losers, <laughs> goofs. You know, <laughs> make a lot of money. But I, I do have to give them credit because they have definitely changed the fight game going forward. At least, yeah. at least for the next little bit. Maybe not necessarily for the better, but these no. circus fights certainly seem to be uh, an attraction. These guys have a big enough audience to uh, to draw a crowd and make these events profitable. So as long as that, as long as everybody's making money, they're they're going to keep happening. One of them goaded Floyd Mayweather into a boxing match. <laughs> like just yeah. just imagine saying yeah. that five years ago that a it YouTuber takes, it takes a couple of bucks to get Floyd off the couch. Yeah. Right? A YouTuber was going to actually get one of the, you know, pound for pound best boxers of all time. Yeah. Off, like, to, to fight him. Yeah. Would, would agree to fight him. It's yeah. madness to think about. Well, Jake Paul has found another opponent. He was the one who just fought Ben Askren, right? Yeah. Askren, uh, former uh, UFC fighter coming off a... Coming off a hip replacement, oh, it <laughs> looked resur- like it too. A hip resurfacing. It was uh, took his took his five hundred k, took some lumps, and went home. That and see, that's that's the thing is he made five hundred grand. Ben Askren in that circus YouTube boxing match. Yeah, whatever it was, made more in that fight. Yep. Than he did in any previous UFC fight. And Tyrone Woodley, who's about to take on Jake Paul, is about to do the same. And that's crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. Yeah, it, it, I think it, the one thing it's doing, and it's kind of unique, is it's putting a highlight on the pay scale of mixed martial arts. Like the, Dana White and the people who own UFC have been screwing those fighters. Let's not kid ourselves. And, I mean, and that's been clear for a long time, especially yeah. when it comes to these TV deals and stuff like that. The fighters don't get a piece of that stuff, right? You get your, you know, your fight bonuses and your and your pay and your contract to show up and fight and run your camp and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to revenue sharing, it's not a it's not it's not a union. It's not like the NFLPA or the NHLPA where there's you know hockey or football related revenue that's divvied up and then shared. That doesn't exist in in mixed martial arts, and that's the one thing that uh, that Paul has the moral upper hand on. Is these fights might be you know a, a bit of a, a bit of a joke, and you can take him as seriously as you choose to take him. But the fighters who are accepting these fights are doing so on a financial basis, and they're being rewarded for it. Are they're just going to keep going until they lose one, right? I think Does it change like, when they lose, or do they just keep doing the circus fight? I think, like any good heel, buddy, uh, you know, a loss can be recovered from. You know, all it takes is, uh, you know, another promo that gets somebody fired up. I mean, that UFC in Jacksonville was it? Was it Jake Paul that was sitting cage side? Yeah. What was the crowd chanting for like fifty percent of the show? We can't repeat it on air. Here, yeah, yeah. But it started with F and ended with Jake Paul. <laughs> all he did was stand up and and give uh, and give Cormier a little shove. Yeah, 
and they exchanged some words. And for the rest of the night, the crowd was just heaving abuse on that guy. And the people that are heaving abuse on that guy are going to heave some pay-per-view buys on him to see somebody kick his ass. It's crazy. It's, now, the, 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 the business has not changed since Roddy Piper. You know what I mean? Like it's it's the same it's the same format that every heel who used to talk you into the building back in the day has ever used. If you're a UFC fighter, right? Are you looking at this? Do you want to take these fights, or is a loss too embarrassing for even the money to cover up? Obviously, it wasn't for Ben Askren. He didn't care. He knew going in, he's coming off a hip replacement. Dude, and he knew, his, and he knew his MMA career was pretty much wrapped too, yeah. right? This was almost a, a final goodbye paycheck. But is it uh, too embarrassing to lose to these guys, or are you yeah. happy to take the punch and move on with your life? I don't know, man. Uh, the uh, I think it was a Pulp Fiction, right? Pride's a dangerous thing. But uh, turning down a paycheck can be pretty dangerous, too, especially when you're in the fight game. Okay, let's get a couple celebrities now. Who? Let's get some dream celebrity (laughs) matchups, okay? Some dream celebrity matchups. Do you think your buddy Steven Seagal would ever agree to come out? uh... No. No, because he would lose instantly. And all his little credibility. You'd never want to see him on an even playing field. He certainly wouldn't because then you get exposed. He's old as hell, too, right? Yeah. He's he's running for politics in Russia. He's busy. (laughs) He is, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's running for something in the Kremlin. Seriously. (laughs) I don't know if this is just the... If this is like the... um what the fight game is going to look like? Or is this a fad, right? Is this a fad? I don't know, man. I think for a couple of years, I mean, it's it certainly peaked interesting back, I think, in, in boxing a little bit. You know, if, if people stick around for the undercard, there are some legitimate boxing matches that take place on the undercard. Uh, Woodley is a good buddy of Ben Askren's, uh, so I think that adds an angle to it. Uh, it's going to be at 190 pounds with 10-ounce gloves and a 20-by-20 ring, and by all sounds and accounts, this thing's going to be as legit as it can be. I hope Woodley trains as serious as a funeral for this, honestly. Here's here, uh, Stallone versus Schwarzenegger just came in five different times. <laughs> you want to watch these little guys swing on each other? Who wins that fight, though? Uh, ooh, that's interesting. Are, is Arnie in better shape right now than Stallone? Right now? I, I haven't... Well, I've still seen Sly in those Rocky movies, but yeah, man... But he's, cause he, he's not as good now, right? No. I just I don't really like this like that somebody tears a rotator cuff forty five seconds into that fight, you know yeah. what I mean? Like instantly. Instantly. These guys are like almost in their seventies. It wouldn't be as good as you would think it would be, would it? No, no, man. Oh. This isn't nineteen eighty five Stallone and Shorty. Yeah, this fair. is this is twenty twenty one. Well, the latest fight is set for August, so circus fights are still around, still, still around, still and- making money. Six eight two nine seven nine seven. You call the machine anytime. It's been busy over here. I've been uh, trying to piece together a text to yeah. landline. You have been puzzling together on this thing. I've been chatting with people in the text box. I actually looked back to see if my uh, Carmax had disconnected because <laughs> I hadn't heard from you in quite some time. Then I just heard a "Okay, we're going," and now here we are. Man, so, I was I was editing have, that thing. Of what have you this morning? Now there was like I think it came in in five pieces, but. It came in dinosaur bones over there. It came in way out of order. Okay. At least I'm certain it came in out of order. I think I've pieced it together. I believe. <laughs> I've put it at the end, so it's either going to be great or an absolute train wreck to end with. So we'll wait and you, see. 
You have my curiosity. <laughs> Let's start with this, though. Hey, boys, you f***ing steal pipes of wood, two-by-fours and sheet woods. Sometimes you just got to clean up the debris. Talk to there. <laughs> the debris? <laughs> the debris. <laughs> the debris. I, the price <laughs> of wood right now. Oh yeah, is madness. <laughs> Chelsea and I tried to get a uh, a quote. So like last, last summer, we got a little gate built uh, yeah. at, uh, to our backyard because our backyard just opened up to like the laneway between the two homes, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like super super fair. Got it done. We were really happy with the price. Uh, this year, we went back to the same guy and asked for a quote. We wanted to do this like a like a little ten by ten like raised deck in the backyard. Oh my god, <laughs> completely completely. Like, just, no. Dude, it's insane. Couldn't do it. It is absolute madness. Like, if you have a piece of two-by-four, put that thing up on Kijiji and see what you can get for (laughs) Like, we talk about people buying pools and reselling them. Oh, Oh, man. Outrageous. Lumber is gold right now. Yeah. It's pure and utter madness. Uh, Speaking of madness, there's been a lot of nunchuck talk on the show. Speaking of madness, yeah. Let's get to more. Hey, this is Nunchuck Brian to Mr. Wolf. It looks like we got ourselves a chuck off. <laughs> so maybe Matt and Mr. Brown will put up a mug for the better video. <laughs> and hey, let's hear about those details. All right, until then. First of all, him saying we got a chuck off. <laughs> Two dudes challenge, challenging each other to a chuck off. Now. <laughs> Hear me out, okay? Uh-huh. This I can't even believe this saga has become a thing. We've gone far too deep on but this. Hear me out. Yeah. Wolf, I know you're listening. Brian, you must be as well because you heard what uh, what Wolf said. I want you each to put together a video. Wolf, I know you already did one. I'm going to need a new one, okay? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Yeah, and it can be show us your best skills. Maybe you're knocking things out of the air. Set some music behind it. Yeah. Something we can put as a side-by-side. That's what I want here. Yeah. We're going to put them both up, and Hits Nation will vote to see who is the nunchucker of Hits FM. Sure. All right? Sure. I there's That's the only way to settle this, I think. <laughs> Enough talking. M- must we settle this? Enough talking. It's time <laughs> for chucking. All right? I've challenged somebody to do a chuck off before, but it involved nunchucks. <laughs> so Brian, get some nunchucks. Wolf, you do the same. <laughs> Wolf I, has them. I, yeah, it's true. I don't know when we can get them up, but I want a side by side challenge of these two. It's the only way to end this. <sighs> All right, with that, this. I have a really bad habit of quoting the movie The Mask. Somebody stop me. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. What do you give it? Somebody stop me. You didn't go with the smoking obvious one, so I'm going to go four and a half out of ten. Which, honestly, for Carl Brown standards, isn't the worst. It really isn't the worst. Totally fine. I'm going to play this message for you now. And the reason I left it in there is I could not for the life of me figure out what this guy was saying. And I'm hoping that maybe you can, Carl. All right. If you can focus up here. As always, I'll put $2.1 million on the line. If you can tell me word for word what he says. <laughs> hey, 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 boys. And, uh, you ever smell poop? I don't smell bad. I smell bad. I smell bad. I don't know. It smells sweet. Like, like you're, uh, you're wiping. 
You keep your money. <laughs> <laughs> I heard of Hey Boys. Maybe something about a poop. Maybe something about a smell sweet. I, uh, beyond that, I don't know. I thought he was talking about smoking in some way. Yeah. I wasn't 100% I sure. I if he said smoke or small poop. Yeah, I don't know. I don't honestly. know. I don't know. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine at this point. Um, okay. A uh, couple more to get to. This guy, this is the guy. Do you remember when we got a call from a guy who was real torqued up about his ATV? Yeah, was this when we were talking about the three-wheeler thing? I don't remember, but he was like torqued up. And he was talking about how he was actually torqued up. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, he he called back. Make way for the pit. Oh, wait, hold on. I realized this is the wrong oh, one, actually. I just on. forgot. Oh, right. We have another horn thing. <laughs> we got another horn call. Let's hear it. Make way for the pigeon mobile. Hell yeah, brother. It <laughs> <laughs> might be the best one yet. That's pretty good. Uh, the, the hell yeah, brother, was outstanding. The horn was strong. The pigeon mobile, I assume that was Pigeon Mike. Yeah, I think so. Did you see the email from Pigeon Mike last night? He rescued a pigeon. He rescued a pigeon. Not only did he rescue one, he has successfully infiltrated the community. Oh. He is the proud owner of two female pigeons that are all in all kinds of clubs and such. Oh. He's in. That is... He's broke in. Remarkable. <laughs> that is remarkable. Uh, now, I don't actually... I thought I had the ATV guy, but everything's all uh -huh. over the place now I'm looking at. Well, let's just so see what this is. Let's go. You just want to see what this next one is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come okay, on. Okay, fine. All right. Let's play it. Here we go. Good day, good day. You know, you remember me? It's for really guy. Oh, it is. And give you an erection. You remember that? Well, the erection's over. Oh. I blew up the motor. No. Ugh. <laughs> torqued up guy. Oh, you got two torques. Nah, Overheated. It's, hey, sometimes it happens, you know? You're not doing a whole lot right now, right? Where, where can you really go? I got it. It's the way it goes. Hope you fix it, pal. Both the engine and your, you know. Okay, yeah. with that, here is the Texas landline that I had to spend like an hour trying to piece together. I think that I figured it out. Let's talk about the CFL. Story time. So there I am. I'm downtown Hamilton. The Tiger Cats game is about to start. Who's playing quarterback? Carl Brown. Who's playing quarterback on the other team? Matt Soper. Wow. The boys are going head to head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt's first pass? A touchdown. Carl's first play? He fumbles it. Uh -huh. Carl starts to cry. Then they start having sex with people at the 50-yard line. Ooh. Carl fumbles again. <laughs> this time Matt cries. <laughs> then I wake up 10 out of 10 would dream again. Football's back, baby. <laughs> just, just so we're clear, the first thing that came in, yeah. it said it was about you crying, yeah. you fumbling, crying, and then about dreaming again. I was like, I don't think this is the start of the message. <laughs> So I think I pieced it together properly. I don't know. Go Tie Cats. 905-682-9797. You call the machine anytime. Matt Soper, Carl Brown, The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. A few texts coming in uh, saying that that last message on the machine 
The this, CFL one? The CFL one about you and I playing quarterback and then things mm-hmm. happening at the 50-yard line. Right. And they said, why would Matt and Carl sleep together at the 50-yard line? Oh, I thought the text implied that we were having sex with other people. That's what I thought as well. Carl start to cry. Oh. Yes. Then they start having sex with people at the 50-yard oh, line. With people. Yeah, with people. With people. The person said, well, why? Because then... Carl fumbles again. Yeah. Yeah, well... This time, Matt cries. Yeah, so I, maybe, maybe I just feel ups- bad for Carl. Yeah, he's just upset at my performance. I feel bad for him. I don't want him to fumble. Yeah. yeah. Right? In front of the crowd? Oh. Ugh. Embarrassing. You've already fumbled once in the game. I don't want you to fumble in the halftime I'll, show. I'll never get another start. <laughs> my last game of quarterback in the CFL. <laughs> Back to the Arena League for Old Brown. <laughs> what do you think of the new Edmonton Elks? What do you think? Of? I think it's fine. The name is okay. I think the logo is cool. Yeah, I thought the branding looked good. I thought it was fine. Yeah, it's okay. Honestly, yeah, yeah. it's okay. Fine. Um, I've had a few requests to yak a little bit about the Adam and Joey bet from the Leafs Hab series. Right. So what they had on the line and Adam was pretty confident that he wouldn't have to do this, was that they would write a prepared statement for the other person to uh, to read. Kind of like if you watch an SNL weekend update, at the end of the season, Michael Che and Colin Jost will uh, write jokes for the other person to read and intentionally try and get them in a little bit of hot water mm-hmm. if you watch it out of context and just hear the clip, right? Yes. So, so that's that, what Adam and Joey did. And Adam, in the meeting on Thursday when the Leafs were up 3-1... Oh man, he was dancing. He was. I think he was already writing. He was already writing the statement. Yeah, he was absolutely dancing. Well, obviously, Bricks as usual was pretty humble. (laughs) Yeah, as as we know, the Habs end up winning. So yesterday, he had to read the statement. You, I've got it right here. You want to hear? Have you heard Mm -hmm. it yet? I have not heard it. Sorry, I was taking a sip of coffee. No, no, that's okay. Take a quick listen. Here it was. I, Adam Ricard, acknowledge the Montreal Canadiens to be the superior team over the Toronto Maple Leafs. In fact, I will go as far as to say the Montreal Canadiens are the superior franchise in the NHL. Hmm. I have full confidence that they will not only win their second round series with the Winnipeg Jets, but inevitably they will make it to the Stanley Cup final. Having witnessed their incredible performance last night, I truly believe the Montreal Canadiens will hold up the Stanley Cup. Not only are the Montreal Canadiens a fantastic hockey team, but their fans are incredibly smart people. It's only now that I realize that I should have been cheering for them all along. This also makes me acknowledge the great franchises in sports, such as the New England Patriots, Los Angeles Lakers, and New York Yankees. I apologize for wasting my time rooting for the Toronto Maple Leafs when I should have spent my life adoring the Montreal Canadiens. Joey Bricks was right all along. All hail Carey Price. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. You know, I thought he went a little easy on him, actually. Yeah, that's Bricks, though. That's Joey. That's true. Joey, Joey's not a malicious man. Yeah. When we heard about the, the bet, and yesterday I kind of offhandedly offered to, to be a ghostwriter for, for Mr. Bricks, because yeah. I just think you and I are malicious jerks who love to wallow in the misery of other sports yeah. fan bases. Yeah, right? that's fair. Totally I fair. mean, it, it's like life-giving 
fluid. It's incredible. Um, <laughs> and I would have loved to have written that statement if, if uh, uh, you know, the Cowboys and Seahawks ever cross paths in a in a playoff game or something. Maybe you and I could do something similar. Oof. Except our our bet will be like, okay, so one of us has to take like a power bomb off the roof of the White House, do six tables, and the tables will be on fire. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, no, I thought. Um, yeah, I thought bricks went fairly easy. I would, I would have, I would have gone more in on the series itself as opposed to what Montreal might do. I going expected forward. more Leafs hate. It was yeah. mostly Habs. I thought, uh, I thought it was going to dig in on the you know heroics of Yoel Armia or the uh, the grit and determination of Brendan Gallagher. I would have really gotten to the granular uh, feel there and uh, and played on some of the hysteria uh, yesterday. I thought but, there'd be some Matthews yeah. and Marners hate. Yeah, and maybe Marner hate. That out. Well, maybe Adam felt bad enough. Yeah, maybe he did work the Yankees thing because I know he's Adam's a bigger Jays fan. He's a, he's a Jays fan, sure. So having to give the Yankees some love at yeah. division rival there probably stung a little bit. I wanted yeah. more though. I wanted to. I wanted the knife in and twist a little. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean the knife was already in. Yeah, it was up to Joey to twist, but he's now gave him a clean exit wound. You're there, right so. though. That is very on brand for Joey. It is very hard. bricks. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's right. a cupcake. Yeah, right. All right. Fair enough. Well, good luck to his Habs going forward. Habs and Jets tonight. Oh, is that start off tonight? Starts tonight. Oh, baby. All right. Yeah. Quickly, got 10 seconds. Who wins and what to how long? Uh, I'm going to go Habs and six. Ooh. Give me Jets and six. There they are, the boys. Glorious Sun. Sawed off shotgun. It's 97.7. It's FM with the Soper and Brown Show. Let's do another round of Impress the Brown. A joke, a fun fact, an impression. Something about wrestling. Floor's open. Stump the Carl in some way. Doesn't matter. Whatever you think is going to impress Mr. Carl Brown, you throw it at us. We got three live callers ready to go. Carl, you'll pick the winner at the end. Um, let me ask you this. So I've got yep. I've got Joe, Zach, mm-hmm. and Natalie. Who do you want to start with? I want to start with Zach. You want to start with Zach? Okay. Yep. Let's bring him on live. Zach, you're live. Good morning, buddy. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you guys? Fantastic. All right. Doing what are you going to do for us to impress the Brown? Okay, I got a joke for you. Okay, right, floor buddy. is yours. All right. So a guy walks into an antique shop and he finds this old, uh, old bottle and he rubs it right, and mm-hmm. a genie comes out. And the genie says, "He got three wishes. All right, but there's a catch. Your wife's going to get double of whatever you get." And the guy goes, "Okay. First, I want a Lamborghini." And he says, "Okay, you got one, but your wife got two. And he's mm-hmm. like, "That's all right. That's all right." I also want a million-dollar mansion on a hill. And he goes, great, million-dollar mansion on a hill, but your wife gets two. And he's like, that's all right. He's like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, because I want you to beat me half to death for my third. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh. That is a dark finish. <laughs> Zach, all right, I'm going to put Stay you on hold. On hold. hold. <laughs> you know? I thought he was going to ask for a divorce or something. I, I don't know. I don't know where it's going. But not that's where I thought a, that was that's going. a hell of a finish. Okay. Uh, why don't we bring on Joe? <laughs> Let's go with Joe and Wellen. Joe. Let's go. Uh, how are you doing today, buddy? Oh, hold on. Is this? Joe, you there? Oh, no. I don't know. Let's try this one. Joe? Oh, no. Natalie? Maybe we lost him. Let's try Natalie now. Oh, no. Natalie? Oh, wait. Is Who's this there? you, Joe? Joe? Yes, this is me. Oh, there we go. We got oh, him hey, back. Buddy. Oh, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Yourself? All right. Good, good, good. What are you going to do to impress the Brown? I got, I got a dark humor joke. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Let's see where this goes. All right. Who are the fastest readers in the world? I don't know who are. 9-11 victims. They fell through 11 oh. stories. Oh, oh Jesus. 
Uh, I put him on hold. Oh. Natalie? Holy. All right. What, is Nat there? I am. Ah, there you are. How you doing, Natalie? Natalie, what do you I'm got awesome. for us? What are you going to do? Well, I got um, a musical question for you. Okay. Okay. So what genre of music is the national anthem? Oh. Country. Uh, <laughs> not, that's actually not bad. That's <laughs> actually not bad. I was like, I don't even know what that would fall under. I was sitting here actually contemplating it. Okay. I'm going to put you on hold, Natalie. Hold on here. El Soparino. That was... How do we, how do we judge these? <laughs> Look, the first one, dark. Very dark. Second one, darker. Yeah, Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even know if we can choose that one. Just... As we as we tiptoe through famous domestic terror attacks and uh, and couple violence, I'm going to have to give this one by by default and good taste to Natalie. Natalie, you've got some tickets coming your way. <laughs> That's so awesome! Just in time for my anniversary. There you Is go. That right. Happy anniversary. (laughs) Natalie, you stay on the line with us. We'll get your info, all right? Okay. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. The Silver and Brown Show. For now. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, the risk of live callers, eh? I mean. That's what you get. That's the way it goes. You spin the wheel. Sometimes it lands on, you know. One hundred jokes. <laughs> never, you know, Come never, on. never in a million. It, it, I always it, try to think of the scenarios. Yeah, and a nine eleven. Somebody, somebody drops an f bomb or whatever. Okay, we can all move on from that and have a laugh. It's like, oh, come on. A nine eleven joke and and an abuse joke. Yeah, it's and like, a domestic abuse joke. Oh. Like, uh, you got a crack, and that's what you go with. That was oh. your A material. No. Yeah. Ugh. The rest you run. <laughs> I, I guess. I just I didn't see it coming. You know we should have. I guess. Maybe we should have. Well, we did it yesterday. You know, it's so funny. We come off this bit yesterday, and uh, I was talking to you on the way home. Like, I thought the Impress the Brown thing went really well. I was like, that's yeah, yeah, pretty good. Like, Wolf's joke is whatever. The other joke, the nudist thing is pretty funny. The fun fact was good, and we got to debate it. I was like, that really came off okay. Think about taking the wind out of the sails. Oh my god! That capsized the boat. <laughs> Man. Oh. Anyways, we're gonna have to discuss that at length with somebody who is paid more than we are. Oh, we are date, absolutely so. getting called in the office after. <laughs> That's a Zoom call I didn't want to make. Well, we'll see uh, what we're gonna do for tomorrow. Hmm. All right. Maybe. Might be that. <laughs> might be something else. I don't know. Mm. On a lighter note, Pigeon Mike just texted and said, no matter what anybody tells you, feeding pigeons by hand sucks. Yeah, there you go. So, I'm not sure if anybody else would have told us otherwise, but Mike, <laughs> thank you for the confirmation. <laughs> what, are we, uh, what are we doing for OLG today? Is it password again? Yeah, we're going to do password. we got a little okay. bit of time. Though. we got a little bit of time for that. <laughs> Boys, you live in Niagara. You didn't expect that? Somehow I didn't. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm more disappointed in them or me. I don't know. I don't know. It's probably both. No. no. It's time, it's time for Carl versus the World on 97.7 Hits FM. All right. Computer's still all acting up. We got $100 worth of vouchers, pal. Lotto 649 draw tonight. You know, I actually haven't checked my Lotto Max from yesterday. Nor have I, good sir. Did anybody win the 70 mil? I don't know. 
I don't think so. I feel I like you would have heard it, right? Yeah, that's, that's my point, too. <laughs> oh, it's, it says here, no winning tickets sold in Tuesday's 70 million Lotto Max draw. Hmm. Well, that's a bunch well, of BS. Yeah, I don't even bother. <laughs> Seven of the 20 Max million prizes oh, were won. I will not, now, you know what? I'm back in. I'm looking. Four of those winning tickets were sold in the prairies. The remaining three in Ontario, Quebec, and the Atlantic provinces. I guess it's worth scanning. <laughs> well, today we get $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto 649 draw, which is going to happen tonight. We're going to do another round of password. I've got a secret word you're going to make Carl say. As per usual, you can't say what it starts with or ends with. Okay? Mm-hmm. And you can't... Try and, and avoid rhyming. Yeah, no, no rhyming either. And I'll give you three... Just uh, uh, the what do you call it? Secret? No, not secret words. A clue or uh, uh, I guess forbidden, forbidden phrases. Words. Forbidden Forbi- words. Forbidden phrases. Yes. Uh, all right. You want to go to your shame chair? Please get out of here, Carl. That shirt looks stupid on you today. He didn't groan. He would have groaned. You know I. At first, I thought, "Oh, this is this is tough." I don't think he's going to say this. But after yesterday, I went, "Ah, I thought yesterday's was tough." And then somebody got it right away. You guys are outsmarting me. So this will either trick him, or he won't think of it, or he'll get it right away. Today's word is guava, guava, guava. You can't say fruit. You can't say tropical. And you can't say juice. Guava is the word. All right. Phone lines officially open. Carl's coming on in. I texted him. This time I actually texted come in and not corn in. All righty. Did you corn in? I'm corned in, brother. All right. Let's go. Let's start this thing off. Hello, it's Hits. Who's this? This is Jared. Jared, 10 seconds. Go. It's a cross between a strawberry and pear. Uh... Okay. I'm not sure about that one, bud. 10 seconds off on the next one. Hello, it's Hits. Who's this? It's Penman, and I have no idea how to describe that word. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thank you, Penman. How are you today? You having a good day, Penman? Yeah, it's going good. It's hot. It's nice. All right, next person. Hello, it's Hits. Who's this? Oh, they're gone. Dial tone. Hello, it's, it's Hits. Who's wonderful. this? Wonderful. This is Jared again. Jared, how do you keep getting through? All right, 10 more seconds. Go. This has seeds. And you you bl- you blend them? Kiwi? You can put in a smoothie. Oh, and that's up. All right. Not sure. Hello, it's Hits. Who's this? Hey, it's Josh. Josh, 10 seconds. Go. Uh, Jehovah's Witness, but it's pink and it's... Uh, <laughs> Guava? Oh, yes, you got it. Yes! Guava fruit? Yes! What? Yes, how did I think you would know Jehovah's Witness is Guava. <laughs> I don't even understand the reference. Yes, thank you. Carl's brain is my brain, too. We do I was the still, radio the same way with organizing. Still, wow. I was still thinking about the, like, fruit, seeds, blended. Somehow the strong V in Jehovah yes. led me towards guava. How? I don't, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I can't explain yeah. how How did you know Carl was going to do that? Honestly, just... You gotta believe in Jehovah's Witness. Wow, <laughs> incredible! Gotta, All right, well, gotta open the door once in a while. Pal, yeah, exactly. Stay on the line with us. We'll get your information. Well done. Thank you for shout out. Oh, yeah, actually, okay. <laughs> Is it going to be a good shout out? Like, don't swear. Go. No, I promise. Go. Shout out, Mikey in the loader. <laughs> hey, Mikey in the loader. There you go.
guys. Cheers, buddy. Hold on. Soper and Brown Show, it's 97.7 Hits FM. Man, shout out to Josh. That was a wild <laughs> round yeah. of password. I cannot believe that he said to himself, if I say Jehovah, then Carl will think the hard V guava. That's it crazy. Was, yeah, I mean, combination of building off of the first couple of clues that came in there. Yeah, a yeah. strawberry and a pear come together. I don't know what that is. Uh, a fruit with a lot of seeds that you blend typically. Okay, so I've got, you know, I've got pink, I've got seeds, I've got blended in my brain. And then, yeah, that the, the way my brain works, when I think of the word guava written out, it's the V that stands out to and, me. But that's what, and that's what Josh said. Yeah. He said, I, I knew Carl would think that way. Mm-hmm. He said, I knew he would hear the V and think guava. And, and, and he also programs his radio the same way I do. That's what he said, which is insane. Because <laughs> it's all about who you're playing to. I would have never went that direction. Yeah. If, if I'm on Carl's side and someone says that to me, I'm, I'm thinking, I don't, I, what? Yeah. What do they have to do with fruit? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> what you, yeah. That's what I thought. I, I actually, for a, quick, for a quick second, thought, oh my yeah. God, is somebody making some kind of. No, like, no. Oh, it's no. The, the, the VA on the, on the end it's there. Perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's all language, man. Wow. The human brain. We continue to explore. You played it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, we're like Star Trek. Play to Carl's strengths. You know, who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> all right, 977-977. You can text the show. And call us to 905-688-9797. Uh, Carl, before we get to some of the questions, I know you said you lined up a whole bunch. I was yep. talking to somebody off air. Okay. And they wanted to... Uh, here, l- let me play the call and then explain quickly, okay? Matt, yeah, I've go- got I've got a challenge for your uh, Mr. Brown. I know I can stump him on a wrestling question. So, we got a wrestling question, okay? Okay, So, sure. let me play the wrestling Oh, okay. Now we're talking. All right, what do you got? Let's hear it. All right. Who was the uh, famous wrestler from Niagara Falls, and what was he doing that was so special? Now, his name is Frank, and shout out to Frank for giving us a call. Yeah. Although, he hung up before giving me the answer. <laughs> so I don't even have an answer for you. And there's been wrestlers from Niagara Falls. Uh, uh, Sean Spears comes to mind, but I'm sure that's not who Frank's talking about. Yeah, and so I, the question's kind of worded in a weird way, too. Who's the? I mean, yeah, I, Frank, you got me. I, I don't, I don't know who you're referring to. So it's it's a guy who was born in Niagara Falls, I assume. I assume so. And was very famous for one thing. I, I guess I would have to, I would have to dig back, man. There's nothing in my brain that comes to mind, but uh, like I, I was wondering if maybe you would have like something would pop to your head because I, I don't quite understand nothing, the question. Nothing immediately, no. Okay, well, Frank, nothing you call us. You call us back. Give us the answer, and then maybe that'll give us a bit more clarity. So, I don't know. Some open mic stuff from the text box here. <laughs> Someone asked, could you explain the Jeff references? <laughs> yes. I'm not sure I can. I absolutely can. We, I just find the name funny. Well, we jokingly, somebody during an open mic yeah. said to us, what is the least moanable name? Yeah, the least moanable And I name. thought it was Todd, and your guess, or your answer was Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you tested it for us, Jeff. Yeah, and that's how it happened. Yeah, and then I isolated the clip. 
Jeff. And it became the most uncomfortable slash sexy thing I've ever heard. Well, there's like there's the uh, there's the rates.ca commercial about like milking Jeffs and stuff. There was the the bit from Twenty Two Jump Street. Um, my name's Jeff. The, my name's Jeff. There's the Jeff Purdy thing that we've played on air. Like somewhere along the way, Jeff has become a meme, and I don't know. I just the name is just funny to me now. But that's how we got got to it on air. Was you said it's the least moanable name, Jeff? Yeah, that's that's how it became a thing on this show specifically. And now here how we are. It became a thing in the larger pop culture. I don't know. <laughs> Would you rather have Steven Seagal talk down to you all day while teaching you a karate class, or have to listen to Chad Kroger say, "Look at this photograph" all day while actually trying to get you to look at a photograph? <laughs> Legit text that came in. That's a great text. I want the karate lesson, please. I'll I'll probably take Chad Kruger and be like, just look. Would you look at this <laughs> would photograph? Look, would you look at this photograph? <laughs> does he say it like that every time? Every time. Or does he change his inflection every once in a while? It does not change. Oh. <laughs> uh, question for Open Mike. This one's from Caitlin. Do you guys remember Scholastic Book Fairs? What was the one thing that you always wanted to buy from said book fair? I wanted anything that had like an item or a game within it. I didn't mm-hmm. care to read that much as a kid. I, was, I like to read now, but I was after hockey books. Anything yeah. hockey related, I was just like voraciously consuming at that age. That, like I hit that age perfectly. Oh. <laughs> like that's my ten dollar word for the day. Oh, I was uh, I I was eight years old in '93 when the when the Habs won that last cup, mm-hmm. and that season that was like Pavel Bure's second year. He had 60 goals. That was the Solani rookie year where him and McGillney each had 76. I was like the perfect age when like hockey cards were huge. The NHL was entertaining. The Canucks went to the finals the next year. So those like formative years for me, um, those mid '90s. That's I was just all about anything I could get my hands on and read more about the NHL. Uh, have you ever quit your job on the spot? I I didn't quit on the spot, but I I got a job that I worked one shift and then yeah. never went back. What was it? It was um I I can't think of what the proper thing would be, but essentially the company was you know how some people will leave apartments or basement suites and just leave all their stuff in there. Yeah, it was their, our job to go in and yeah. take everything out. Oh, and some of it was like. Yeah. Crap and piss yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah. And like broke it. It was just gross. And I was like, they were, I think they were paying me like $10 an hour or something like that. I was like, yeah. Nope. I think I'm okay. Pass. I was like 18. Yeah. I was like, uh, I'm going to go find a different <laughs> job now. I, uh, I picked up, um, I picked up some spare work, uh, working for a moving company, uh, in, uh, when you and I were living in, uh, in the Squamish area. Yeah. And I worked, I did one shift for them where I moved, uh, a couple from Squamish up to Whistler and then another couple from Whistler back to Squamish. And after one day working as a mover, I was done. <laughs> it turns out that uh, I don't I don't enjoy that at all. I finished the job, though, and did everything I need to do. I just thought, so that's uh, I'm going to take myself off your list of casual labor. Yeah. <laughs> you got time for one last one? Okay, go. You get to place one item from your household on the moon. What is it? I'm like, one item from your household on the moon. For what purpose? Like, do I want something out of my house that I hate? Like, am I trying to, like, I want to launch it to the moon and get out purpose, of here? Purpose is up to you. You can either get, it could be something you want to get rid of. It could be something you want discovered by future generations. I'm putting a soaper and brown mug on the moon. Oh, 
great. I'm taking I'm taking one of our original mugs and putting it on the moon. Okay, I had something that popped into my mind, but now it seems way more selfish than what yours was. Yours <laughs> was yours? very good. I was going to say a picture with my name on it on the moon because uh-huh. then somebody's going to find it. Hopefully, I'm like, still alive who at that is point. This guy? Because they'll bring it back, they'll find me, and then I can get a bunch of endorsement deals off of it. Or at least some great radio content. Exactly. So, But I want to change my answer to the thing that helps us both, if I can do that. Let's do it. The Sober and Brown Show. Sober and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. All right, pal, before we get out of here, what did we learn in the show today? You still enjoying that candy over there? <laughs> can you hear it? Yeah. I am. Entirely too much. <laughs> well, I I had some O. Henry's for breakfast, uh-huh. which was too much. Yeah. Then I had some of those peach rings. Do you know Ooh, what I'm talking like about? Yep. I ate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've just snacked on a few Laffy Taffies. <laughs> Look at this. Off the rails, boy. I have... This is why I don't bring candy in the house, Dude, because... Every, and when Daryl brings like one of these care packages, oh. a lot of it ends up coming my way, because even, even though I'm a, a heavier guy, I think my control of how much I take in at once it's is better. a little better than yours. No, it is. I, I am out of control. Although I will say this. <laughs> There's no one in there watching you all by yourself. Yeah, exactly. at least if you were in here, I'd be like, okay, well, Carl's yeah. going to start judging, so. Yeah, or if the wife was there, hey, yeah. you can take it easy on those, yeah. or the kids would be wanting some. You're all by yourself. You've got your whole dad time there. You Bags talk, of candy. You want to talk about indulging? Holy. Mm-hmm. I will say this, though. On yeah. the Laffy Taffy, I'm eating it, snacking yeah. away, feeling terrible about myself. Mm-hmm. And I see it says, jokes on every rapper. Oh. You ready for some of these? <laughs> on the Laffy Taffy rapper? He's as good as like the old double bubble jokes he used to get. Remember those? How do Maybe. potatoes resolve fights? They hash it out. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, when do or when can peanuts laugh? When you crack when, them up. Uh, mm-hmm. Why don't trees use the train? Well, they can never decide in a route. Wow. That's the worst one by far. What animal is the cow talking to? The moose. I didn't write these. Yeah. I suppose I didn't have to read them, but... You didn't. Of all those, the tree one was the the worst of the bunch. I've got... I'm trying to see if there's... You got any more? I'm trying to see if there's one more. Oh, okay. What did they call the girl born at the beach? Sandy. Man. That one was funny. Okay, Man, that's that. tough. I thought that one was kind of funny. Good Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> um, Sandy. Uh, so yeah, beyond the Daryl trade of uh, of candy and and piss poor jokes, we did get some megaphones. Do you want to deliver one more of those jokes through a megaphone for us? Oh yes. Okay, hold on. That's a great call. Hold on. Uh, let me find one here. Find the megaphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One sec here. Mm. Right. Pick a good one. It's got to be good. I, there's only one more left, actually. Let's go. Why did the farmer? Why did the farmer yell at the grape? Oh, because he was being unreasonable. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I actually think that was the best of the bunch. Was it really? I thought so. Oh, you can so, put the megaphone down now. Anyways, we have megaphones. Yeah, we got megaphones now. Uh, we learned that uh, Welland's own Paul Bissonnette or Brissonnette, as we might be calling him. Put an ungodly wager on the line for the Toronto Maple Leafs Montreal Canadiens series. The man wagered his toque. The and one I don't down mean there. the one you wear on your head. Uh, well, it's... Yeah, kind of. Kind of. He wagered his foreskin. Wow. It's a 36-year-old man. 
And that podcast has put their stamp on making good on your bets. So interesting to see where that goes. He said tomorrow he'll he'll have an yeah, announcement. We'll I, find I, out. Uh, we recapped the Adam and Joey bet, slightly lower stakes. And uh, impressed the brown one a little sideways today. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> I, we, I don't know. Our, don't our know. boss did say he wants to have a meeting with us after the show. Yeah, so that sucks. We'll see how that goes. Maybe tomorrow yep. we ban jokes <laughs> just yeah. for the day. <laughs> Everyone facts only. Settle themselves out. No yeah. out of control jokes. And we'll go over there. Okay. Uh, Ashley's up next. I'm going to go eat some more Laffy Taffy. Carl, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow. All right, bud? Yeah, bud. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. That's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down. Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really awesome. I liked it. Matt Soper, Carl Brown. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.